Well, hello and welcome to the very first episode of a brand new project of mine which I like to call Snapshots. And the premise of this is basically every week I'm going to have a chat to a photographer and a vlogger who has the, one of the, the smaller channels on YouTube. So not the big guys out there. Someone who I hope you will have a look at, get to know a bit better and maybe go and watch some of their work. And someone who I hope will get a little bit of exposure from coming on to this. Now I'm not saying that I've got the largest channel in the world, I know I haven't, but I've got a real thing where I, I have a lot of respect for these guys, these smaller channels out there, who I feel need a little bit more exposure. And if I can do a little bit, then I'll do what I can to help. I'll also be having a chat with some of my other friends, you know, sort of slightly larger, larger vloggers who I just fancy a bit of a chinwag with. And I really hope that you guys will enjoy this and maybe get to know a few more excellent photographers and excellent vloggers who you maybe haven't seen before. Anyway, this week, first up, is a guy called Alan Coles. I really hope you enjoy it. So hello and welcome to this episode of Snapshots, as I'm calling it. And today, I've got a really, really great guy and a really fantastic photographer and YouTuber, uh, and his name's Alan Coles. So hello, Alan, how are you? Hi, Gary. Thanks for that lovely welcome. That's all right. You good? Yeah, not bad. Not bad yeah. at all. Excellent. So Sun's, sun's out, out there and I'm inside. Can't be bad. So before we get going, uh, yeah. before I get going with the questions, I'll just ask you a little bit about yourself. So just give us a brief, if no one's ever seen your channel, give us a really brief overview of who you are and what your channel's about. Okay, well, I'm a South Wales uh, photographer stroke vlogger. I live in a place called Ebu Vale, which is in the valleys, not, uh, southeast Wales. Uh, I live on the edge of the Brecon Beacons, so the Brecon Beacons is my playground, so to speak. Photography, um, I took up about 15, 20 years ago, possibly, uh, basically from walking. Um, I used to go out walking the hills and uh, bought myself a little digital camera, which was a Panasonic DMC something, a little four megapixel thing, just to take photographs of when I was out. And then I thought, oh, get something a bit better. So I got a little Canon S3i, I think it was. And then I bumped into, I was walking my dog and I bumped into a, a, a guy quite close to you um, who had a, a big camera and a big lens and I got chatting to him. His name's Mike Warburton, uh, great photographer. And I went over, as I'm prone to do, and uh, had a chat to him and said, oh, you know, what are you doing? He said, I'm testing out my new lens, which is a, a Sigma. And um, he said, I'm just trying these uh, gulls down on the pond, you know. So he, he took a shot and he, he showed me the back of uh, his camera. And I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> great. So we got chatting and got very friendly and... Um, we had a few emails back and forth, and then I went out with him a couple of times, and I thought, that's it, I've got to get myself a decent camera. So that was probably about 2006, perhaps. And um, I, uh, where did I get my first camera for? I can't remember, but it was a, it was a gray import. It was a Canon Rebel XTI, I think it was, with a, a kit lens on. Uh, and it went from there, really. And then I think once you take the first step, I don't know what you were like, but 
once you take the first step into photography after a little while is you know get another lens want to do this want to do that and it, it went on from there um and basically that's where i am all right so okay so you've already answered my first two questions which were going to be uh when did you start photography and why photography so before we move on how about when did you start youtube I think about 2017, I think, was my first, what I call, proper blog. I, I'd had a YouTube channel and put little bits of video that I'd recorded when I was out walking uh, and with friends and that. Nothing, you know, speak to camera. But um, I belonged to Camera Club uh, for about six or seven years. Uh, at a great time, and then I just got to the stage where... Um, I used to take bird photography. I used to do a lot of bird photography because I, I have a lot of nice birds in my garden. And it got a bit samey, but landscapes is where I really loved stuff. So I, I gave up camera club and I wanted something to do in the meantime. And it was about that time, I think, that uh, YouTube, uh, I should say, vlogging, landscape photography became very, very popular. Um, I don't can't remember when you started, but I can remember seeing you in the early days. Uh, and I don't think Thomas Heaton was the first person I saw. I think it was probably somebody else. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, I'll give it a go, you know, and that's that's what I did, which uh, I think was November 2017. I did it. OK. And, and so you've kind of answered why as well. But what what is it? with YouTube, why why do you feel compelled to make videos as well as going out and taking photos? Um, as I said, I just wanted something really to, to, to take on my sort of replacement of Camera Club. Uh, you know me, Gary, you've spoken to me. You know what I'm like. I'm chatty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I thought, well, I'll give this a go. You know, I quite fancy myself as in front of a camera. But um, to be honest with you, it's, it's totally different. Even now, five, seven years later, I should say, five, five years later, um, I still find daunting to stand in front of a camera and talk to basically a camera rather than, I don't think it's all oh, this somebody out there, you know. Mm. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'll chat to anybody all day long, put a camera in front of me and I'm a bit, different i suppose i don't know whether i come across like that on video or not no, i think you come across quite well actually i think you come across as as, as i speak to you, you you don't seem any different i've got to say Good. you come across very much the same so if there was one video that's on your channel that you would say this shows me this shows what i want people to see of me and how i go about things which one would it be i honestly couldn't think of one that says oh you know i'm pretty proud of that I enjoy them. I if if you watch my channel, I do. Diff I like to do a bit of walking, a little bit of talking. It's not all photography, so um, I like to mix it up. I don't like. I'm not the type of person who could tell you how to take a photograph. Others do that, and they do it a lot better than I can. My philosophy on taking photographs is, I see a scene and I just take it. Okay, then. So, what about? your favorite youtube channel for someone else i like ben horn i still like thomas eaton even though he's the most popular on there but there are um other uh should say channels that are not photography based 
people that go out walking. I haven't got a proper, proper favourite. There are a lot of people that I like and I will watch mm. their channels. And I'm not going to say you because you know that I watch yours all the time anyway. I wasn't but... expecting you to say me at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I do anyway. Yeah. Um, I like Dave Griff, you know. I've never met Dave, uh, and, and we've we chatted for a couple, a couple of years now, and I've never met Dave. You've I've, never met him? I've never met Dave, no. Oh, well, well, we must sort that out, mustn't we? Yeah. Um, I like Murray, um, Scottish Mountains. Oh, yeah. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I've, I've watched him for a, a, a good number of years, possibly about the time I started, 2017. Um, so those t they are the type of photographers that I like um to watch but I'll, I'll watch lots of different things you know mm. i haven't i can't say i've got a favorite favorite okay all right what about then okay here's one that's going to be this is going to be an interesting question leading on from that let's say you've been arrested right yeah okay and i and have no, no but no I, don't, I, don't, I mean i mean let's not go into that but let's say you, let's let's say you've just been arrested Right, and yeah. the police give you one phone call, right, and you can only speak to one YouTuber to get you out of trouble, right? Who would it be, and how would you expect them to get you out of trouble? I think probably Dave Greff. Why is that? Um, if you watch the podcast, Dave will sit back and listen to everybody talking before he'll make a remark about anything. So you know that he thinks about something before he gives a reply. And I think Dave's philosophy in life is to understand something before stepping in. So if I told Dave what I was doing, or, you know, I, I would expect him to say, he's, and he's pretty, he's, pretty, he's pretty up on things. I would probably say Dave would give me the best bit of advice. Yeah, plus he's got loads of cash, so he could bow you out. Apparently, I don't know. So... <laughs> he looks pretty well off, doesn't he? <laughs> it's that, it's that, it's that um, cravat he wears. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would like to meet Dave. Yeah, well, well, we'll get that sorted. We'll definitely get that sorted. So, all right then, so moving on then. So what's your favourite, and you can only pick one, your favourite photography location? If you could only go back to one place ever again, where would it be? Do you know, I wish you'd given me these answers, uh, these questions before, because... This is the point of it. It's supposed to be spontaneous. Is it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say I'm 63. I can't remember last week, although where <laughs> what my favourite location is. Probably Sky. Yeah, it mm. is Sky. I've been to Sky a couple of times, first time back in 2009. I'd like to go back to... a. Uh, a beach called Camp Sunnery, um, which is up the coast from Elgol. If you can see a couple of Bothies in the distance, if you stood on the beach at Elgol and look up towards the Coolins, uh, you see a mountain called uh, Skunas Tree on the left-hand side, and there's a beach on the right-hand side, and there's a little Bothie there. And I would love to go back to Camp Sunnery and walk up uh, Skunas Tree, I think it's called. And have a look at the view that is looks over Loch Karusk and the, the coolings behind it. I think it's the most fantastic um, 
view for a landscape photographer in the UK for me. Oh, fantastic. Give me your favourite photography tip. Seriously? Yeah. Just go out and enjoy it. It's easy as that. Um, I'm not one for compositions. I see something I like and I generally lift the camera up to my eye and look at it through the viewfinder and think, yeah, I like that. I plonk the, the uh, tripod down and, you know, I, as much as I can, I suppose I'll adhere to rules of thirds and whatever, but I generally will take a scene just because I like the scene. I'm not one for compositions, which probably people tell me, I don't know, but I take, take the photograph because I enjoy the scene. So just to enjoy it, you know? I think that's excellent advice. I do. I think that's really good advice. You can get too much thrown at you, can't you? Uh, you must yeah. do this, must do that. It's got to be tack sharp. It's got to be this, got to be that. So no, that's, that's really good advice. So what's your, what, what would you say is your favourite time of year for photography? Changes? I, autumn, probably. I used to enjoy winter, but as you get older, I have to get up and get out in the cold and the wet. Not so much. So I do enjoy uh, the last couple of years I've enjoyed woodland photography. So autumn is a is a great time. Saying that, um, this year I've quite enjoyed the spring greens and last year a little bit since mm. since lockdown. I think I I used to think oh um, green summer and stuff like that, but spring greens are different. They got that vibrant way about them, and. Uh, especially at places like wild garlic and when you go out and see a, a, a bed of wild garlic where it's got that vibrant green and white together there's something quite nice about it and the trees are the trees are, are nicer then i think so but autumn and then spring and i but i do enjoy to see a winter scene so just anything other than summer really all right so here's two questions you can answer them together okay. what is your best experience with a camera and what is your worst experience with a camera so your best experience while you're out taking photos and your worst okay um i got a friend gary howells that i mentioned to you earlier uh gary had never been to a beach called rossilly on the far end of gower peninsula and uh, we left here in pretty crap conditions it was overcast and then on the way down it was raining and I said to him, Gary, have some faith, mate. It'll be nice when we get down there. Promise. And I was sort of, you know, and I was telling him all about this, this beach and uh, the rocks down at looking over towards Worm's Head. And uh, I said, you'll absolutely love it. Fantastic. Uh, and I've been to the beach many, many times. So as we got down onto the Gower Peninsula, um, it's about 20 odd miles from one side of it to the other. And Rossilly is the far end of it. You could see the clouds starting to sort of look nice. It stopped raining, the sun had come out, but there was some lovely cloud cover. And as we got to uh, Rossilly, the car park, I, I don't know, have you ever been there? No, I've never been. I'll, I'll have to show you a photograph. And um, the beach is a long, extended there and down on the end of the headland is this uh, worm's head and uh, so we made our way down to there the skies were fabulous and 
to see Gary and the tide had come in and down on the headland there's lots of rocks and Gary's a great photographer and um, I took some photographs and they were they were good photo uh, photographs but Gary took uh, some great photographs there was me uh, I was in one of them on a shot you know I'm a person in the shot uh, but it wasn't just about uh, me having a great time it was probably watching Gary absolutely loving it and I, I, I enjoy that part of photography as much as I enjoy f f photographing myself. To see Gary there thinking, wow, I've never been here before. This is fantastic. And um, I drove down and there's a pub at the car park. And Gary's a drinker. He's a friend. If you ever look at my, my uh, video with Gary in, I mentioned the fact that I pick him up because he'd been out drinking the night before. And we went back to the pub and we stayed there till about... Quarter past 11, he'd had, a, I was just drinking uh, shandy and coke. And about quarter past 11 at night it was. It was at this time of the year, I think it was around about early July. If I remember rightly, it was possibly the 2nd of July, I think it was. We were stood outside watching, the the light was still going on at 10 past 11 at night. And it was just a whole fantastic evening. I don't think I got any great photographs. Uh, although it was the conditions were fantastic, but it was just an experience of mm -hmm. taking a friend down there, the weather being very dodgy on the way down, getting there, seeing what it was like, going down to the headland, Gary sort of just enjoying himself, taking photographs. It's just, you know, great night. I, I think some of the, the best days out are with friends, you know, as you would know when you went to Scotland, the weather totally. was... The weather was crap at times, but wasn't it the best of times? Totally, and I, and I totally get your whole thing about watching other people enjoy, because you are definitely that person. You are you are someone who likes to. You you from when I was with you, you got more pleasure out of me getting good shots and enjoying the place. I felt yeah, than you did for yourself. So that's that's a, I mean that's a real testament to you, mate. That's a that's a real you know. Thank you. Yeah, no, definitely. So what about your worst yeah. then? Go on, share your worst. Uh, when I went to, in 2009, to um, Sky with my lad, we did a bit of hiking, a bit, of, a bit of wild camping, and there was a pebbly beach or a, a rocky beach in front of the bungalow that we were staying in, a B&B or guest house. And I said to him, I said, oh, I'm going to go down onto there. And I went down and... <laughs> and uh, I was taking some shots. It was great. And, he and I turned around and he was on the balcony watching me. I wasn't only about 100 yards away from him. And uh, I turned around and knocked my tripod flat onto the top of a rock. Oh. Yeah. Um, that was one of the times. Uh, I smashed the... Uh, luckily, I managed to get there. It didn't break the lens. I banged the camera, but I, I, it didn't break the lens because I had a polarizer on it. But I was gutted at the time. I could still remember the feeling. Mm. And uh, another time related to Scotland, um, I came back from Scotland with the boys. I'd been to Sky again um, with the Camera Club boys. And I had about five days spare before I flew out to Ibiza with Deb. And Bill, you know, my friend Bill, I go out with, rung me up and he said, oh, do you fancy doing some waterfalls? And I said, yeah, OK. So we went to a waterfall just below the, the lower Nyeth 
it's not much of a waterfall it's more of a cascade but there's a nice bridge there and i've been there a number of times we got there walked down to it and bill said oh i don't fancy it now and i went oh, okay so i thought i'll go down there and i started taking some photographs and i thought right i finished now and i picked my tripod up like that and i put it on the rock behind me and it was a bit of a, a slope and bill sort of in front of me on the bridge watching me what had happened i put the camera up and the ball head had started or the the, the, the tripod head had started to creep and as i turned back around the the tripod the camera the lens tumbled past me and went straight into the oh, the deep pool that i had been stood and bill was up there like looking absolutely that was the first time i'd ruined uh, a 5d3 i killed everything of it uh, in fact i still have it i still have it here with me Looking at that, looking at that camera just brings back so many memories. I love it's a great I, camera. Yeah, I loved my 5D3, I really did. I took my best photographs with this and I had my best time with it. In the last three, three and a half years, I've had three cameras the G9 via the GH5 as well, which I bought cheap to. I was going to have that done to infrared. I had that for a little while as a spare and I took that out. And then I got the Panasonic S5 and the Canon ESR. They don't live, the experience that I've had with those so far, don't live with the experience that I've had the, with, with these. And I had this from about, I don't know, when did these come out? Because I had it, I, I had it when it came out. 2012. 2012. Mm. So I had the first one in 2012. And um, yeah, I would say from that time on until I got rid of it or swapped it out, was my best camera sort of work, I would say. I wonder if everybody who's had a 5D3 feels like that. I reckon they, I reckon, be interested if anyone wants to put in the comments, if you've had a 5D3, do you look upon it as fondly as we do? Because I loved my 5D3, and even though I knew I had to move on, I, I, I just, I, it, it just felt nice in your hand, and oh, I just loved it. This has just got a, just got something about it mm -hmm. even without the lens now on it i'm thinking oh yeah i could um and this has got it had the dials it's got everything my canon eos r i bought it I, I asked a few people about it before i bought it and i'd sort of favorable but i didn't really look at it and when i had it half the dials that i was expecting on a on a yeah. five D weren't on there. No, the back of it own. wasn't on there. And I was like, oh go get it. Um yeah, and and I'm still probably I've had the, the Canon ESR since last October. And I'm still not used to it. And I, I and I I will go out sometimes with two cameras and then I'll put my hand up to pick the Panasonic S5 because it is so easy to pick up and use. Like the 5D3. If you could go back and see yourself when you were an 18 year old what one piece of advice would you give to yourself just anything at all i would say if you have a if you want to do something go out and do it if it's um like travel both my kids travel and I wish that I could have done that then, gone and seen it. I, I got, I don't, I'm not particularly, I don't like flying very much, 
never have done it and i have flown quite a lot but i don't like it uh but i've gone past the stage now where i, I want to go and i want i want to stay in this country then i don't want to travel but if you've got the urge to do something like that do it all right then here's one for you i know you're going to enjoy this one Are you ready social media social media blessing or curse I would like to say a curse, but I think it's a blessing in many ways. Why? I think it's good and bad. Why? The good thing is that uh, it's um, a learning tool, YouTube. Um, I hardly watch uh, daytime television or, you know, normal television. I, I feed off stuff on YouTube. If you want to know something, the other day there was a, a problem changing something in the in the bathroom thing. You can YouTube it basically straight away. But in many ways, and I suppose like social, like Twitter, the what we call real social media, then Twitter, Facebook, has got a bad side to it. Uh, we could go on all day about it, Gary. You know what it is as well as we I do. We could go on all day about it, which is kind of why yeah. I asked the question. <laughs> no, you're not going to. I'm yeah. biting my tongue to, to say. Fair it all depends what It all depends what you want to talk about on social media, I think. It's got a negative side. You felt that. I felt it. I am, I am, I am being trolled in that respect. Some people are trolled, and it's, it's, it's awful, especially on places like Twitter and that. But it gives um, it gives a keyboard warrior, shall we say, uh, you know, strength at times. Um, we can all feel a little bit towards people, I suppose. But some people don't never know when to stop, or they they they've got a keyboard in front of them and they can they can let rip at somebody on the other side of the world. For you know, that that's the bad side of it. Yeah, it's made us more opinionated, I think, hasn't it? Yeah, because it's and everything's accessible, whether it's the good or the bad things in life. I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Do you take your photos for you, or do you take photos for others? For me, of course. Yeah. Yeah, with the bit with the benefit that uh, if somebody else likes it, it's a standard answer. Great. Um, when I was in Camera Club. I took photographs for competition and I hated it. I absolutely hated it. I took I took the photographs for me initially because I had a shed and um, some bird, garden birds and I was in camera club. I went to ca I joined camera club to learn and basically I didn't learn anything. I went to the first night and uh I think you're allowed three nights before you have to join. And I was like, well, okay, it's okay, you know. And the third night, I paid my £10 membership and I didn't go back. <laughs> um, basically because I felt like it was not really what I wanted. It wasn't a learning place. I found Camera Club was a place where you went to talk about 
you could learn things. Don't get me wrong. You could learn things, but it wasn't. You couldn't. It, it wasn't a tutorial place. If you wanted to learn about photography, the best thing to do was to to go to college or a, like a night school, which they they had around you, which I didn't know at the time. And I went back, and when I went back the second time, it was totally different because I knew I wasn't going there to learn. I was going there to participate. But um, I got into the competition thing. Um, I was I was camera club, whatever you are, of the year three times. But I was always learning, looking for something different. And of course, I've always been a birder. I've always loved birds, going out and looking at birds. I've always got binoculars with me. Uh, and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll take some bird photographs in the garden. I, I had a shed, set up a, a little hide in there started and went into the camera club with these shots and of course it was like whoa you know um i think probably one of my favorite shots is a bird shot that i've ever taken but um after a while it became like i oh i take it i'd do a couple of landscapes and then i do a bird shot because i knew it would score points or it would get something in there and i was then taking shots for camera club mm. not taking shots that i enjoyed do you have any other hobbies other than photography? Obviously walking, but anything yeah. other than photography and walking? I've got loads. I love music. Uh, I play chess every day. In fact, uh, I used to be a county chess champion. So oh. I played a couple of grandmasters. As I said, I was a county champion back in 1999. I've played since I've been about 11 so uh yeah chess i used to like reading but i don't read so much i love music my kids both love music as well yeah oh we're talking about music then and, uh, and this is the, one of the worst questions because everyone goes you can't ask this what's your top three songs just at the moment top three songs uh boogie on reggae woman stevie wonder um Probably, I don't know. I couldn't. It, it would be Boogie on Stevie Wonder. I love um, Ace, how long? Tomorrow it would be different. But Boogie on uh, Stevie Wonder, I think, is an absolute genius. Um, it was the first single I bought, Boogie on Reggae Woman, back in about 74. And... I went out the next day and bought the album, which was called Fulfilling Us First Finale. Um, I love soul music. I love classic rock. These days I'm more eclectic, so I'll listen to lots of different things. But if you'd have asked me 10 years ago, what was my favourite song? I don't know. Probably Boogie on Reggae Woman. Okay. All right. All right, then. Is there a song that you instantly turn off? I cannot. I cannot listen to that song. Anything but the Pet Shop Boys. Do you not like the Pet Shop Boys? I hate the Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> yeah, my both my, my good friends, Gary Howells, I've mentioned earlier, and um, my friend Andrew Watkins, they both absolutely love the Pet Shop Boys. I don't like the... I, it's, I don't like the electronic 80s music. I, it, I think music for me back after sort of... Um, the late 70s when you had the um what do they call it 
New Romance. New Romantics, yeah. yeah. And then it went a little bit, I don't like you two. I don't like anything like that. I used to say that um, Bono sounded like a, somebody with a bad case of diarrhoea sat on the toilet, you know, when he was howling. Or, um, I'm more eclectic now, but yeah, that sort of 80s period. I got very much into what I call um, modern and indie soul in the 80s, big record collection. I, I've got thousands of records. In fact, I've sold loads. To, ah, that's what I should do, get my seven-inch singles back out to, to, you, to make some money. You were a DJ? I was a DJ once. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was on a couple of mailing lists. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Alan, that was fantastic talk really interesting i think we'll wrap it up there if you haven't watched alan's channel then you know please go and visit it the link will be in the description below uh he's a as you can see from this he's a lovely guy um but not only that his photography is fantastic so he's well worth a watch um but yeah thanks so much alan for coming on um i hope you've enjoyed it i hope you've uh, thanks. you know it's been a good chat hasn't it so thanks for inviting me Gat. uh as i said i wish you'd uh Sort of uh, prep me on some oh, of the answers. Oh, no, 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 I'm not prepping you on I'm not prepping <laughs> I'd have had more time to think about it. At my age, I, I, at my age, I need a week to think about, you know, things before I can answer you. So, yeah, I'll come back. I'll come back and, and, and give you a, a better answer on some of the others. Now I know the question. All right, we'll do another one another time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, cheers. Thank, thank you so much anyway, mate. And um, thanks. Yeah, thanks for watching, everyone. And um, cheerio. Bye-bye.